I wanted to think about a chazal for a few minutes. By Yadabri, love is called the Yosef. Yosef HaTzadik sends his brothers, he sends his brothers back to Yaakov Avinu to tell Yaakov Avinu that he's alive. Vayigidu loy lemer. And they tell, Vayigidu they tell Yaakov Avinu saying, Oy Yosef chai. That Yosef HaTzadik, your son Yosef is still alive. And he's a king. He's a Meishel in the land of Egypt. And Yaakov's heart, Yaakov Avinu's heart skips a beat. His heart was excited. He didn't believe them. And they told all the words of Yosef that he spoke. And Yaakov Avinu sees the agolis, the wagons, Ashashalach Yosef, Lasei Saisei. Yosef HaTzadik sent wagons to Mitzrayim to bring Yaakov Avinu back to Mitzrayim. So he sent wagons to Eretz Yisrael, I'm sorry, to pick up Yaakov Avinu to bring him back to Mitzrayim. Yaakov Avinu sees the wagons that Yosef sent, and he becomes back alive. Rashi says, it was Shairan him. Shechina, Shapir Shemenu. The Shechina, when he said, the Shechina goes away from a person. Atzvus, sadness drives away the Shechina. Yaakov Avinu is excited. Vatchiruach Aviyam. Says Rashi, Sharsal of Shechina. The Shechina came back on Yaakov Avinu. So, what got Yaakov fired up? The brothers come back and they say, Oy Yosef Chai, Yosef's alive. Oy Yosef Chai, Yosef's still alive. They say all the words Yosef said, but what finally gets Yaakov Avinu fired up is he sees the Agalos. He sees the wagons that Yosef sent to pick him up and that invigorates Yaakov Avinu. Says Rashi, what's this about the wagons? What was so excited? He heard Yosef alive, he's still like skeptical. They tell him the words of Yosef, he's still skeptical. He sees the agolos, he sees the wagons, and he's like, whoa! That, that like fired up, but the chi, he has a chiyos. Says Rashi, what's the agolos? Says Rashi, Simon Masar Lehem. Yosef HaTzadik told the brothers to tell dad, What sogyo was Yaakov Avinu and Yosef HaTzadik learning when they separated? They were studying the sogyo of Egla Arufa, and he saw the agolos that he sent was a simon, was a simon, he saw the agolos that Yosef sent, was a simon, he was, he was reminding him what we learned together. We learned the sogyo of Egla Rufa, Vatchiruach Yaakov Avim, and Yaakov was fired up. And of course, the question begs why was he reminding him the last thing they learned together? What was the significance that the last sogyo Yaakov and Yosef Atzadik learned together were Egla Rufa? And Yosef Atzadik, when he wants to tell his father things are okay, he says, Egla Rufa, Agolos. I remember the sugya we learned. Now, certainly, Pshat, 
certainly it's in bounds to say. I remember Torah. Don't think I forgot Torah. But things are very exact in the Torah. There was a specific mash. There was something specific he was studying with his dad. And when he wanted to tell his father he's alive, he said, I still remember that sugya of Egla Rufa. The last sugya we learned. So it's incumbent upon us, Dani, to figure out what was that sugya Egla Rufa that they were studying. And why is it important? Yosef HaTzadik wanted his father to know that I didn't forget that sugya of Egla Rufa. What does the sugya of Egla Rufa teach us? So I want to share perhaps a plan, Maishala, that I want to share with you, a plan of the sugya of Egla Rufa. And that was the last, when before Yosef HaTzadik went lost for 22 years from his father, the last sugya they were studying together was Egla Rufa. And when Yosef HaTzadik is found... And as the king of Egypt, he wants his father to know. He sends Agolos. Agola to remember a simon. He gives a simon back. He says, Dad, I remember that last sugya we learned. And his father hears that. Yosef HaTzadik's okay. Ruach Yaakov. And Yaakov's Ruach, Yaakov comes alive with a tremendous chios. Because Yosef remembers Egla Rufa. So it's very important, Elio, that we figure out what about this sugya was the goodbye message of Yaakov Avinu, and what about this sugya clearly Yosef HaTzadik grabbed onto in a deep and profound way all these years. So I want to study that sugya for a minute. I first want to welcome the chassan. I want to wish a mazel tov to David Schiller and welcome him back home to Yeshiva. <laughs> David has sat and learned Basmada for years and years and years. Has sat and learned Basmada. There are people that are wired to learn in very certain places and certain times. If all the conditions are right, they'll learn. And there are people wired like that. They learn in their yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael with the perfect chavrusa at the perfect time. There they can learn. A big skill all of us need in life is to be able to learn. Talmud Mervaran Cutler described him. My Rebbe has described us. Mervaran Cutler was a busy, busy person involved in running Klal Yisrael. And he was running here, running there, very busy person. And when he had a few minutes, my Rebbe describes, so as you have two minutes, a guy opens up a Mishnayis. A guy has two minutes, can open up, you know, Chumash, Mavasedra. My Rebbe describes, he would open up Iyun Svarim, like he had a few minutes here, a certain Yeshiv Adas, in the middle of the craziest thing, he'd open up like an, like an Einig Yantiv, like deep in, I remember that was the same my Rebbe described one, seeing him actually learn. He would open up something in the middle of Iyun, it's a certain Yeshiv Adas, that with whatever is swirling to be able to learn, it's a big art. As guys, there are guys in yeshiva dating, and it's certainly not easy. You're running, you're coming, you're going. 
it's a very big skill to be able to learn and be able to connect the Torah in all different conditions at all different times of our life. It's a big concern when, when a guy can only learn under the perfect conditions is a concern and it even it's a certain type of relationship to Torah when you can only do it under certain conditions. If you form a deeper and more profound connection, you could do it under all conditions. I picture, I, I went yesterday to my father, Siyamashas. I have seen my father learn in all different situations. It's a certain connection to Torah he has. He's checked in in all different situations. It's not tied to one place. And to watch David through all these journeys of in Eretz Yisrael, back in America, Shaduchim, and through the, the constant, through all the journey, is a serious connection to Torah, to Limerat Torah, to living by Torah, speaks of a beautiful relationship to Torah. So I want to wish a tremendous Mazel Tov, and looking forward to you building a beautiful, beautiful home of Torah and sincerity. Mazel Tov, David. Yeah. There, 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 Baruch Hashem, we've been Zoyach in Yeshiva. Many, many people have passed through the Yeshiva. I feel a guy can be here and be in the physical Yeshiva, but is he, is he picking up the, the ideals, the Torah of the Yeshiva? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Is he, is he a Ben Torah? Has he, has he soaked up the lessons of Torah? Forget of the Yeshiva, of the, of the Torah, of the Dvar Hashem. I feel like David Schiller died, he's a Ben Torah. The lessons of uh, the lessons of Torah are true by him, and are very very serious in his whole systems. He's a ben Torah, and I'm excited. The home of the ben Torah bodes well. Torah works, and the home of the ben Torah will be a precious home. So I'm excited to see the family. Will Beis Hashem come out? Back to this. So what was that? Golos Yavosai Yosef Atzadik. Yosef Atzadik. The last sugi he learns of his father is Egla Rufa. And when he wants to send a message to his father that I'm okay, he says, I still remember that sugya we learned together. So what is that? Now, I want to be honest, Mimi. I have to be honest that one can say that he just means I remember learning. We learned together, and you should know I'm still holding by learning. One can say that. We tend, first of all, if Chazal made a point, he didn't just say, I'm learning. Could have sent back. He said, Agolois, I remember the sugya we were learning. So you could say, okay, it must be. He didn't forget the sugya. The sugya is still important to him. But the pashtus for anybody studying this is there's something in that sugya. Hashem runs the world with a tremendous exactness. And the very fact that Hashem made this the last sugya that they were learning together is significant. And the fact that Yosef HaTzadik pointed out that I remember this sugya, there's this something that both that his father told him in learning this sugya with him, and that he in turn said back to his father, Dad, I never forgot the sugya. So I want to study the sugya, Maishwut, you of Egla Rufa. This was the last sugya Yaakov learned with his son before he went lost for 22 years. So listen to the sugya. The sugya of Egla Rufa is a sugya. If you find a dead body, Dani and Shua, listen to this sugya. You find a dead body outside of a city. And we're wondering, who done it, Dani? Who killed this dead body? There's a body, it's riddled with bullets. And we're wondering, who did this murder? So you have to call the Zikne Yair. You find the closest city, 
and the Ziknei have to say, we did not kill this body. They're the first ones accused of the crime. Did you kill this body? And the Ziknei have to proclaim they didn't kill the body. Now, it's the, the Lushen they say is, we didn't kill this body. Now, it's very interesting. They are the first suspects. If there's a dead body... The first suspects are Ziknei the Tzadikim, the Talmidei Chachamim of the city are the first suspects. If I hear there's a lot of fighting in a yeshiva, the first one I accuse is the Rashi yeshiva. If there's a yeshiva where people beat each other up, it usually comes from the top. Where people are respected, they don't beat each other up. So there's a wonder, there's a wonder, who killed this dead body? We gather the Ziknei ear. They are the first suspects. Did you cause this death? Now nobody in the world thinks that the Ziknei ear took guns and shot up this guy. There was a guy found brutally murdered outside of a city. And the Torah says, find out from the Ziknei ear. Did you do this? The Torah, God himself, is worried and is suspecting that the Ziknei murdered him. Why is God suspecting and accusing the Ziknei It's not simple to accuse somebody of a crime. Not simple at all. Not simple at all. Years ago in Yeshiva, years ago in Yeshiva there was a spate of robberies. A, 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 a lot of guys had things stolen. And there was a Bachar who had a history of stealing. Admitted history of stealing. And I, get, I called them in to the dining room in the old base medrash. Years and years ago, I called them to the dining room. And I said to him that I don't, I'm not saying you did or didn't do it. But I'm telling you that guys are, are, are saying you did it. I have no idea, I told them. But I'm here just to ask you about it. I want to be a straight up person. We both know you have a history. And guys are saying it's you. They're saying it. I'm not saying it's you. I want to ask you about it. He said it's not me, and I told him I believe him. About eight years later, I get a call from the guy. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I remember where I was sitting in the dining room. I could picture it right now. And I'm not exaggerating how I said it to him. I remember telling him I don't know if it's you or not. I remember saying I don't know if it's you or not. I don't say it's not you, but I don't say it's you. But we both know you've had a history. And the guys are saying it's you, so I'm asking. And he said, it wasn't him. And I said, I believe you. I will quiet the guys down. About eight years later, I get a call from the guy. He said, I'm married and I have two kids. He said, I'm a married guy with two kids. And I don't forgive you. I don't forgive you. I'm calling. I don't need to make this call. I'm living my life. I'm married with two kids. I'm happy. I'm earning a nice parnasa. I feel like you should know I don't forgive you, Kalish. You accused me of stealing and you should know I don't forgive you. And you know what? I hear what he's saying. I, I, I'm telling you how I, I'm not exaggerating how I accused him. But there's a degree of accusation. It's very serious to accuse. I even said, I don't know if it's you. I told him that. I said, this is what the, but there's a degree of accusation. You're sitting me down. You can say whatever you want. I'm not really accusing. You're asking me, Doch, you have a suspicion. It's me. I don't forgive you for that. Eight years later, say, I don't forgive you for that. 
I asked Mechila, I begged him, I, I thanked him for calling, understood him, and he said, I'm Michael. And he's Michael, I've seen him since, he said, I'm Michael. He was Michael. I was incredibly impressed, he did me a favor. But accusing is very serious, to accuse somebody of crime is serious. To even suspect, I, probably not you, I'm not saying it's you, it's very serious. To tell a person that I'm, I'm worried it's you is very, very serious. By the Kain Gadol, when, when Chazal left to ask him if he's a tzdaiki, they go cry in a corner and he goes, it's very serious. It's not a joke. To ever say to a guy, I, I have a suspicion, is very intense. You're saying I'm worried you might be stealing. That's a very, just, ac- just accusation is very intense and it's very serious. Just that you're, just that you're, doub- you're doubting somebody in a deep way. You doubted me. You, you were worried I stole, that I didn't. And this is a guy the history, the admitted history of stealing. But you doubted that I didn't do tshuva, and I'm not Michael. You Eight years later, I'm not Michael you for that. I don't forgive you for that. So to accuse somebody is very serious. And here the Torah accuses the zikne ear. We have a suspicion. We see a dead body. We suspect it's you. To the point that they're pushed into a corner, they have to defend already. That's incredible to think about. Before, if we didn't say any vart further, Donnie, this is our Torah. That's incredible. They have to, they're, they're put on the stand. They're a suspect in the case. Do you understand? They're a suspect. The zikne ear. The long time, this is not a joke. There's, there's a murder Person murdered, bullets, riddled with bullets, blood gory, guts falling out. The first suspect of God that's put on trial is the Ziknayir. The leaders of the city were scared about you. You are, you are the cause of this murder and they have to defend themselves. And they say, no, no, we didn't do it. And they have to defend themselves. This is our Tyrus speaking. This... What's the accusation to the Ziknei? Just forget if they're innocent or not. They're accused. That's very intense. And they're accused by God himself. And the only way they can get out of it is they say, we didn't do it. What do you mean you didn't do it? Explains Chazal, there was no thought that they pulled the trigger. That's not the accusation. The Talmud HaChamim did not shoot a gun, did not stab. But the thought is that they didn't do Levaya. That you didn't do levaya. When guests come to town, there are three chiyuvim: achila, shesiyah, and levaya. Achila means you give people to eat. Shesiyah means you give people to drink. And levaya is when they leave, you accompany them outside the house. That's levaya. And the accusation against the zikne ayir is in your city that you practice levaya. If you didn't practice levaya in your city, you're the murderer. You're the murderer. Your only way you're innocent is if in your city you practice Levaya. If you weren't Malava, if you didn't accompany guests out of the house, you're a murderer. And the murder stops by you. You're the, you're the, we, we, we found the guilty party. You're the guilty one. If you could say that in your city we taught Levaya, you're innocent. What's Levaya? What's Levaya? What's Levaya? What is this Levaya that if the Zikne Ya'ir taught Levaya they're innocent? 
if they didn't teach Levaya, they are murderers. What's Levaya? When you have a guest, you can provide all his physical needs. Achila Shesiyah means chesed, you care about people, and you provide their physical needs. That's Achila and Shesiyah. Levaya means that you respect somebody. You can take care of somebody, but acts of pity. Acts of pity. You're nice to the Nebuchs. Achila Shesiyah is you're nice to the Nebuchs. I hate this type of chesed. A lot of liberalism is this type of chesed. You're nice to the Nebuchs. You murder people. The chesed itself hurts people. Oh, Nebuch, here, here, Nebuch, Nebuch, take it. You hurt somebody. You know, like in a baseball game, if a kid's like, if a kid has special needs, you let him in a home run. If you do that to somebody who it's better not, you can hurt the guy. You know, hit a home run, but say You hurt somebody like that. You treat them like a Nebuch. And even you're nice to them, your niceness is poison. Your niceness is poison. Your niceness, you can kill people being nice. Literally, you do better to a guy, you'd punch him, than you'd be nice like that type of nice. Literally. I've seen such chesed. What do you mean? I was, <laughs> I've seen chesed like this, that's poison. You beat somebody up. You beat him up with kindness. You beat him up. Because you were nice to the Nebuch. You're such a... You're, you made, him f- you, you made him feel madrega slower. Your kindness put him down like a punch couldn't put him down. You could put somebody down with kindness by making a person feel like a never. And there's not what it is like a patronizing compliment. Oh, it's adequate. Just You hurt me. You think, you think I'm a two-year-old? A compliment can be, can be very nasty. Compliment could be nasty. So he says, sadical. Sadical. Excuse me? You made me feel lower. You said a compliment, you made me feel lower. The analogy of chesed to a nebuch, the analogy of chesed to a nebuch is when somebody, you know how it felt when some, somebody said to you, sadical. Somebody would meet Reveli, he's a Talmud Chacham, ben Torah. Say, sadical. Oh, I'm so proud. Excuse me? What, what are you doing? Insulting. You put me down. You literally put me down. You literally just put me down. Why do you do that for? I don't appreciate it. You put me down. That analogy, we've all experienced that in our life. Somebody said a nice thing. It's a patronizing compliment that made us feel lower. All I could tell you is when you told me that, I felt lower than before. So chesed to a nebuch, chesed and the attitude of the chesed is your nebuch puts somebody down. Achila shesiyah has to be attached to levaya. Levaya is your precious. Levaya is I respect the world out of you. Levaya is when the person leaves, you walk them out like an entourage. It was, mamish, it was such a dignity to have you in my house. Like a dignitary, a luminary walks out and everybody like follows the person. Everybody walks behind this dignitary that came. If you see a godl comes to Yeshiva, when they come in, they come in with procession. When they leave, they push it, leave with a whole procession. You're big stuff. You're big stuff. That's what levaya is. Levaya to accompany somebody is your big stuff. 
Melava Malka might say Shabbos is a huge part of Shabbos. Every guy should be Makbed Gomer. The Shechina came, you know, Hashem doesn't just leave without fam, without pomp and circumstance, without like fanfare. So you have a Melava Malka. Hashem, I spend Shabbos with you. I'm going to accompany you at Melava Malka's big. Sit down and have Melava Malka. Two things might say Shabbos. Have a hot cup of drink. That's a Gemara, it's Malugma. If you need any healing in your life, uh, that's, this is not Baba Mice, it's a Gemara. That Kais Chamen, I might say Shabbos, a hot drink, have a hot drink, you have anything ails you in your life, emotional or physical, you should have a hot cup, might say Shabbos, it cures all. It's Malugma, Chazal say it. It's Malugma, it's a cure. A hot cup, might say Shabbos, tea, coffee, something, hot koike, whatever you want. A hot glass, might say Shabbos, that's... That's Akbar the Gemara Dani. Every might say Shabbos. A hot cup. That's a Gemara. It's Malugma. It's a cure. Might say Shabbos. A hot drink. And you malava the Melech out. Malava Malka. You make, you, you don't have, the king doesn't leave. Like he, he came in, you were excited, and he just slips away. It's a chutzpah. You mal- what? It's a cure. Might say Shabbos. You have a Malava Malka. You accompany the Melech out. Levaya. When the guests come, he gets an accompaniment out because he's precious. Because I, I, I appreciate you. Levaya says, I respect you, appreciate you, and wish I can give you more. I'll tell you something funny, Ilan. That, that, you ever heard the expression? Did anybody here ever hear the expression? There's an English expression, so long. Did anybody have your hands? Who heard of the English expression, so long? What does that mean? What's long? So long. That's how you learned. Maybe it won't be so long. Maybe you want it to be long? No, no but it's long for me. Even if it's short, it feels long. Whoa. You ever wonder, Danny, Daniel, you came to Musa and you found something. What does so long mean? What's long? Ilan, you ever wondered this? You ever said so long? So long. What's so long? David, you ever wondered? Kivali, Chasni, you never wondered. So long. What's long? What? What does so long mean? What's so long? Have you ever wondered that? Look up on the phone today. Google, Maish. Google, what is, what, is so, what is the expression so long? It's a Gemara. It's a Gemara, Maish. What is, I'm curious if Google knows the Gemara. You never know. You ever wondered this, Ari? You ever heard the expression? I wish I Googled it. He's, is Googling it. Maish, Maish Blaze is Googling. Where is the expression so long? What does it mean? They're so American. They're not curious. It's just an info. <laughs> Maina, you ever wondered? Uh, it comes, song about comes song. from the Gemara. It doesn't come from the song. <laughs> what is so long? Danny, you ever wondered this? No. It's a fresh way to say goodbye. Why, why is that being goodbye? 
Showers. One of the options here is that it's actually from Shalom. That's, that's one of the options. Yeah. Basically, they mean we have no idea what's so. They don't know the Gemara. Okay. Google. We don't know the Gemara. Somebody write to Google. Just write Google. It's a Gemara. Next time the next guy puts us, it's a Gemara. The Gemara says there's an old expression. Two people parted and they say, they said it's for Haderech Arucha. The road is long. Tzabsa Bisuma. Being with you would be so much sweeter. That's what they used to say to each other. Haderech arucha, it's so long. Tzavsa bisuma, it would be so much sweeter being for you. It's short and so long is short for the expression. It's a gemara. Haderech arucha, tzavsa bisuma, the trip is so long. Oh, it'd be so much better with you. So, so long is short, the trip is so long. Tzavsa bisuma, but I'd much rather be with you. I heard this from a rav in... Um, Westchester. Isn't that cool? The Gemara says, The trip is so, so long. I'd much rather be with you. Levaya expresses when you walk with your guest what you're saying is, I wish we could just be together. Oh, I love when you come. It's delightful to have you. That's what Levaya expresses. Levaya is the key because you could do Achila Shasiyah. It says a city. Chazal say a city that gives Achila and Shesia and doesn't do Levaya, Achila Shesia is Esh. The city should be burnt down. Why should they be burnt down? At least they give to eat and drink. They're eating and drinking, Zechorban. There are whole cities that have gone to, literally gone to, who knows where in America, there are cities that have been destroyed. Esh, you're destroying the city when you do Achila Shesia minus Levaya. You could give all the welfare programs to a whole city. You're burning it to the ground if you don't do Levaya. Levaya is we respect you. Achilles Shasiyah Levaya. We respect you. We appreciate you. We celebrate you. We accompany you. We appreciate you. That's what Levaya is. That's Levaya. So long means the trip is so long. Do I wish we could be together? Similar to what, what, what Yechiel was saying. The trip is long. It's so long that we could be together. Like, wistfully, it's so long. Haderech arucha, tzabsa bisuma. Your connection to me would make it so much sweeter. Shucks. That's what Levi is. One of the great moments in the history of this yeshiva, and there have been a lot of great moments. Naftali Fagan put a lot into the yeshiva. The guy brought it, for years gave a lot to the yeshiva. He was leaving for the last time to go to his chasna as a bacher. And he was standing up, and I, I was talking to a bacher here. I like organic. I don't like, oh, everybody, I like, like, let things go, let things happen. In my mind, I was like, we really should sing for him. We should. I didn't want to, it was during first seder. He was leaving out the back door. I didn't want, I wasn't so sure who am I to stop all the shiurim. I wasn't sure. It's the middle of first said, not so pushit. Not so pushit. So at the time, to stop the BMG guys from learning, I was afraid, who knows what would happen to me in Shemayim, they'd punish. We didn't even have them. There was shiurim going on and he's leaving. I wasn't sure. But my see's inching to the door. I was talking to a Bachan. The entire place stood up. The entire place stood up and cheered. It was going for like three minutes. It was intense. There was a respect. 
and then people walked him out. The throngs that went out to his car, it was like three minutes that was just the respect. Akar Satoif. Akar Satoif, gratitude. You brought it for us. Cheer. It was anybody, there were people here that was there. It was nothing fake about it. It's funny, after three minutes, some uncomfortable guy, I don't know who it was, I don't blame the guy, which it was like real. That, was, that one guy started, we are ready. I don't know, some guy started, so he couldn't handle like such MS for a while, so he bailed out. But, but there was three minutes, there was like Aaron's kite, and then people were malav, and they walked him out. A lot of guys walked him to his car. That Levaya, like show me what Levaya is, you felt Levaya, a sense of we want you, we appreciate you. Wow, that, that we wish we could stay together. That's what the Levaya is. Levaya is the respect of a human being. That all the care, all the love comes from a place of your greatness. And the only way the Ziknei Ha'ir can absolve themselves of the murder is if in their city they taught Levaya. I was shaken to my core and the way to Yeshim, and I don't say the answer, I don't know what should be. I was called by a mother, her eighth grader, could we talk strategy? And she was speaking about her eighth grader, was rejected to yeshiva. She brought him to this interview. They felt he wasn't sharp enough, wasn't motivated enough. I was like very shaken up. And I'm not saying what the answer is. I'm not criticizing. We're allowed to refuse. This yeshiva's meant for the... I was, I just said to the mother, forget this yeshiva's, what place? You be his rebbe. Teach him he's good enough. This place rejected buffoons. They just he's not good enough. He's not this fools. Sheba fools. They only want stark, weak. What are you? T- who are you? Who are you? You arrogant. Who are you? Who do you decide who's good? What? What do you know? You know souls. You know neshamas. What do you know? What are you looking at? You're you're the decider of what? Of what? You're a stark place. If, if, if your place is stark, you should quit. You shouldn't be the Rosh Hashiva. What do you know? What do you know about people? What are you, based on what? Who are you for? What are you doing? You decide who gets Tyra, who's built, who's made, what? What What are you doing? How do you take, the, what are you looking at the kid? What are you saying? What are you suggesting to him? We only what? So we're only for like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know how you could live like that. I don't know what it means. I don't know how he walks away and was told what? Was told what by you? I don't know what you could tell a guy like that. I don't understand it. But the rejection, the opposite of Levaya is, this, is the sentiment, the profound sentiment. I told the mother, you have an absolute obligation. Become his Rebbe. We're handling like which school he should go. I don't care what school he goes to. Make sure he knows he's enough. Make sure he knows he's a soul, he's precious. Levaya says to a person, you remember who you are, you're precious. I want to be with you, you're worthy, you're worthy. That's what Levaya says. Achille Shasi is to provide, and Levaya says the worthiness of a person. The last message of Yosef HaTzadik before he goes to Mitzrayim is Levaya's Egla Rufa. The only way the elders of the city are not responsible for murder is if in their city they taught Levaya. People here were taught they're enough and they're valuable and they're good. Not, I can't stand the word, not potential. They're good now. They're good. They're, they're, they're a soul now. They're not going to become a soul. They're a soul now. 
now, here, presently, Levaya says to a person his honor and his prestige. That's Levaya teaches and exhibits. In a city where Levaya was practiced and kept, so then the elders of the city could say, we're innocent of this murder, it's an aberration. But if in your city people were rejected and didn't count, and a guy is found brutally murdered, Hashem's not surprised. There wasn't Levaya in your city. This one's not deemed good enough. This one's not strong enough. He's not stark enough. So yeah, then the murders take place. In such a culture, murders take place. The elders of the city are guilty. They're not innocent. <laughs> Levaya wasn't practiced. The only way the city's innocent is there's Levaya. What Yosef HaTzadik sends the last message before he goes to Mitzrayim. The dangers of a place of Egypt is the sense that people aren't good enough. The sense in a place of stuck is people learn. That's the most dangerous aspect of Mitzrayim is people learn that they're puzzle and bad and, and already they're just puzzle. I've seen, I've done, I'm puzzle. I'm puzzle and I'm out. And the last sugya that Yaakov Avinu learned with Yosef Atzadik, before enduring twenty, before enduring tremendous years of alone, of separate from base Yaakov, of separate from Yaakov Avinu, the last sugya he taught him the sugya of Levaya. And when Yosef comes back and says to his father, "I'm alive and kicking. I'm on fire," and he batri ruach Yaakov Avinu. And he gives a chiyos, sharsal of the shechina. Yaakov Avinu is full of chiyos. Yosef HaTzadik says, I didn't forget the sogya of Levaya. Egla Rufa, that sogya of Levaya that you taught me, Dad, that sogya we learned of the preciousness of, of each and every person. I never forgot it for a second, my own preciousness. I never forgot it alone in Mitzrayim. Surrounded by Zim, I never forgot who I am. I never forgot my preciousness. And I remember the sugya of Levaya and Vatri Ruach Yaakov Avim. And Yaakov has a tremendous, tremendous chiyos. So this is, this is the sugya of Levaya. This is the sugya that all of us, to survive in Mitzrayim, to survive when they're, when they're all different things threatening a person's sense of preciousness, a person's sense of godliness, the sugya is the sugya of Levaya. Levaya is practiced here. Yaisavat Sadik said, I remember Levaya. I didn't forget, I didn't lose it for a second. The preciousness that is each yid, I didn't lose it. He sent Agolis. He sent back to his father the lesson of Agola. Perhaps that's, I, I can't say I know for sure. The other aspects of the sugya of Egla Rufa, this is certainly something that's striking to me in the sugya. I have kashas on my pshat, because the Egla itself, what point, why the Egla? According to me, it's not the Egla Rufa, that's just, so I have kashas, and probably more is needed, but I certainly know this was a sugya. This was the sugya that he was learning, and I suspect this part of the sugya matters as well. And, and when he sends back that this sugya resonates by me, Yaakov has a chiyas. Ah, Yosef's untouched. Yosef's untouched, and he has a chiyas. There's a chiyas to Yaakov Avim. There's that aspect. Yeah, yeah, I've said that in the past. That's a good...
That makes it better with the Agala, because he sent Agala is, is part of Levaya, we tainted. He was picking him up to bring him in. You know, Levaya is to bring out, but so then it's better. The Agala is more. Vayar is Agala. It's, 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 it's there anyway. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Rebezi points this out. Say, say over, Zagir, but say, I want that said over. It says, he saw that ghost that Yosef sent. Say, say it over. He saw that ghost that Yosef sent, not par. It doesn't mean that Yosef actually sent. It means by Ravezi is saying, that this is what's confusing. This is what Ravezi is addressing. It says, this is what Ravezi has pointed out in the past. I, it's important to me, Pshat, was saying a shtickle tire, the Pshat, don't lose the Pshat. It says the brother said what Yosef said, and Yaakov saw that Golis that Yosef sent. Now, and, and Yaakov got excited. Now the words of Yosef were, he sent them, that I'm learning the sugya of, 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 of Eglarufa. That's the Agolis. So Revezi said when he saw the Agolis that Yosef sent, it doesn't mean he saw the wagons that Paroi sent. He says the saw the Agolis that Yosef means, means that, 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 that he, that he experienced, but it's funny to say saw it. It means that he, that, he, that he experienced that Yosef is still holding by Agla Rufus. Agolis Yosef sent does not refer to the physical wagons. It refers to that Yosef said, Agolo. That's the Vayar. He's probably right in Pshat Revezi, but I don't like admitting that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're seeing that. Uh, uh, There's something, we have to dive in Mincha, there's something so cool that we go into Gullus with like a shtickel fanfare, even going, Yaakov, you know, going, Hashem comes, Saltir Merda Mitzrayma, don't be afraid to go to Egypt, Gulagoy God Simcha Sham, you're going to become great there. Gullus is so different than we think. God says, don't be afraid to go to Gullus, go, go. Go, you'll become great there. But we have to handle Gullus more. We're going to dive in Mincha and then there'll be second Seder. <laughs>